Salutations, Screen Ranters, and welcome to Screen Rants Zero to Zero, a podcast where we talk about a random Screen Rant episode that Sam just found. Yeah, we're I'm recording- I'm this is Sam, and that's Giga. <laughs> yes, we're recording this intro after reading the entire thing at the very end of it, so this will be really easy for me to edit, and it'll sound great, I bet. It's gonna be easy and good, yeah. Thanks! We're here to talk about 2003's Daredevil, but before we do that, I have something else to bring to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is hot off the presses from three hours ago Oh, from Screen Rant. Oh, thank you. I haven't yes. read it yet. I can't wait. Batman v Superman actually, and this is in all caps, Batman v Superman actually saved the DCEU after Man oh. of Steel. <laughs> this is a, a controversial and empirically untrue take. <laughs> <laughs> it proved that people like to see more than one superhero in a movie. <laughs> Please tell us. Despite I... being perhaps the most divisive film in the DCEU, Batman v Superman actually fixed serious problems caused by Man of Steel's story and tone, parentheses, um... thus sending the franchise on a trajectory that they are still trying to recover from today. Oh, so <laughs> it's really, it really, yeah, it was really mitigating the damage that Man of Man of Steel did. The Man of Steel did by making a lot of money and being like a like somewhat negatively reviewed. I mean, I think it got like okay reviews at the time. Yeah, I Dawn of Justice certainly didn't. And even though it did break even, you know, it made a it made about three uh, three times its budget. Man of Steel made a lot of money and it got. Let's see. Let's see that Metacritic. Let's see that Rotten Tomatoes. 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. Certified. Meh. Anyway, would, uh, would you like to hear about uh, how Batman v Superman actually can win in 2022? Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's. Please. Despite being the franchise's most controversial entry, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice actually saved the DCEU after Man of Steel's missteps. Mm-hmm. The DCEU certainly didn't get the start that it deserved. No. Uh, uh, Man uh, of Steel was... Um... Yeah, the start it deserved is uh, just right, no right in the right in the garbage. Just the Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. Man of Steel was generally well received. It was criticized for its creative handling of the. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that any reviews were like. I just don't like that they handled like, Superman creatively. Yeah, they really were yeah. creative in their handling of. It was criticized for its creative handling of the character of Superman. However. It wasn't until the sequel, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, was released that the DCEU's biggest problems became entirely evident. Wait, is this uh, going to do enough? Is this the same fucking Suicide Squad thing where it's is like, this like it really saved it by being so bad? Being so they bad. They didn't know the problems with it until they did it. And then they could Batman fix v it. Superman introduced Ben Affleck's Batman into the franchise, a character who was initially disliked, although Affleck's performance has since been reappraised and afforded a warmer reception. Uh, by whom? Yeah, by is that, Does that have a hyperlink the to writer? it? No, sadly. Uh, One of the few things in a Screen Rant article that doesn't link to anything. <laughs> Citation fucking needed, though. Holy shit. Batman yeah. v Superman... <laughs> Batman v Superman unsurprisingly pits two of DC's most iconic heroes against one another. Unsurprisingly? Oh, yes. Unsurprisingly. I would never... How... Uh, how, Spoiler how sh- alert, Batman v Superman is a movie where Batman and Superman actually fight. Oh, yeah, Jesus. When, when I saw that title, I was like, damn, I wonder if Batman and Superman, Superman will be. <laughs> as well That's, as establishing numerous Nick, DCEU like- heroes and villains and continuing the story of 2013's Man of Steel. I'm sorry, is Batman and Superman V-ing, um, is that like... They're scissoring. Is that like yeah. slang for scissoring? Yeah. 
They're mashing their balls together. Did like <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I know who's gonna win that matchup. <laughs> balls it's of not steel. the one that's on steroids. <laughs> Probably uh, the man of steel. <laughs> yeah. Um I love that. I would I wanna see like a screen rant writer like reflect on their time in marriage counseling and just be like <laughs> Uh, my wife and I going to marriage counseling was actually the best thing we could do for our marriage because the marriage counselor telling my wife uh, over and over again that everything I was doing was terrible was a great way for us to know what I had to change. And I mean, that's not a bad argument. To the no. way we had no, to... It's just that they're and, movies. And the fact that my wife divorced <laughs> me after that just shows that it, the marriage it, counseling it, worked. Yeah, we didn't get the start it deserved. Uh, the um, I, I I no, I forgot what I was going to say. But movies are not <laughs> movies are oh, not people. Just, movies don't have to learn things. Yeah, exactly. To be good. Like it's 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 a it's a commercial franchise. The this is honestly these Korean articles are honestly kind of just an impressive contortionist show, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> just bending over all the way backwards. They uh, kind of talk about these movies as if they are the first movies to ever have been made. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we didn't, they didn't like, know oh that God. audiences rea- would react negatively to this until they it, put it, out the movie and learned that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like what happens is that, like, you get the headline. Like, they give the copywriter the headline and you know, like, fill this article. Um. (laughs) nobody's gonna read it they're just gonna see it and click it and then that's all that matters yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. well here's a sentence threatening to collapse under the sheer weight of the film's many ideas batman v superman (laughs) received a decidedly mixed reception from both critics and audiences alike oh what ideas uh, Who decided that? Because I'm looking at the 29% on Rotten Tomatoes I'm gonna collapse under the sheer weight of all these ideas what idea what ideas well, there's so many, I could hardly... Just pick a pick any starting point. Despite often being cited as the worst film in the DCEU and blamed for the franchise's many shortcomings, there's actually a lot that Batman v Superman does right. Okay, now we're like four, par- four paragraphs in and we're finally getting to the point. Not uh-huh. only did Ben Affleck's Batman manage to work tonally alongside Henry Cavill's Superman... Did he? He did managed he? to work tonally... But the film was able to convincingly introduce <laughs> convincingly introduce a number of ideas that shaped the franchise moving forward. Uh-huh. Like Lex Luthor being a, a sicko? Though Batman v Superman remains controversial, that one has a hyperlink, most of its shortcomings were actually issues caused by Man of Steel. Uh-huh. Interesting this you say that, because we stand. watched those movies backwards, and I thought that movie was absolute shit. <laughs> And the sequel was landed with the impossible task of bridging Snyder's first Superman film with the ideas of the wider franchise that didn't fucking exist, so I don't know what you're talking about. As Batman v Superman was ultimately able to succeed in this goal, again, no explanation given for how it did that, uh, it actually salvaged the DCEU from what could have been a far greater disaster. Mm. Oh, and, and now it becomes Justice a listicle. League was okay, still great. made. So... I mean, I suppose so. I suppose that this is not untrue, that by being such a terribly bad, horrible movie, they're like, oh, well, we gotta not do this. And okay, it's, it's a listicle now. Here's, here's point number one. But that can't one. be true of every bad movie in a franchise. It just can't be. <laughs> Clearly it can. 
Number one, Man of Steel set a needlessly gritty tone that hurt the DCEU. Oh, and Batman fixed that? Yeah, it didn't. Adding well, Batman? Well, no, you see, that? you see, no, no, see, it, it, it saved the DCU because it, it was such, you know, Trump was actually good for the United States because he showed how he far. He woke people up. Yeah, woke people up to the political reality that we're living in. This is actually pretty long, so I'm just going <laughs> to skim uh, what. Uh... This is like, this is fucking like DCEU accelerationism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did Batman I'm sorry? How did BVS better than Man of Steel? This is just a person who likes Batman. <laughs> this is just a person who said Batman v Superman is better than than just the Superman movie because Batman is in it, and I like. Sorry, here's here's a sentence. The most obvious addition to the DCU in Batman v Superman was Batman. <laughs> oh yeah! Whoa! Oh whoa, my whoa, god! Hold hold and his inclusion actually made the sequel a far more interesting film. Oh my god. Oh my god. Having the two heroes finally meet in an a- in a live-action movie alone made Batman v Superman interesting, but the way in which the film played Batman against Superman while simultaneously drawing parallels between them was an excellent way of collecting connecting Man of Steel and Justice League's story. Hmm. Number three. BVS's biggest issues were caused by Man of Steel. Uh-huh. I'm were so they? excited to read this. I want to know what this Oh, is. right. If, if there weren't criminals in Man of Steel, then Batman wouldn't have to brand criminals. <laughs> well, if let's, okay, here, let's let them elaborate on this point. The most common criticisms... Without, without criminals, then Batman wouldn't have to be branding criminals. It's true. The most common that criticisms is, leveled at Batman v Superman cite its tone and pacing as major issues. However, these issues were directly caused by Man of Steel's own tone and narrative shortcomings. With a gritty tone already set for one of its titular heroes, Batman v Superman had the impossible task of introducing the other, often thought to be the grittier of the two, no less. Oh, yeah, I'm no, sorry. how could you? I... Oh, damn, yeah, it really had to. What the fuck are they talking about? They, the pro- talking the about problem. The... With Batman v Superman's tone was that they had to match the they, previous one that Zack Snyder like, also directed. Yeah, they didn't like the, pre- the Zach previous really tone. Was bad. Zach really handed Zack a big and pile wow, of poo to deal with here. What a, what an uphill battle this movie had to fight against its own director <laughs> and producing staff. That <laughs> what are you talking about? What? This led to the need to reconcile the tone of Man of Steel against other DC characters while still trying to tell a coherent story, and that's where Batman v Superman began to fall short. Began. With its long uh, runtime and absolute necessity in order to <laughs> incorporate the appropriate elements and themes to properly address the implications of Man of Steel's ending, hyperlink, Batman v Superman was unable to avoid some of its pitfalls in order to bring elements of the franchise together. They keep saying elements of the franchise. It's the second movie! They had to introduce a second character, which and is a that huge, sense, they did. huge setback. Just All a right, really last, big challenge to put a second guy in a movie. Last point. BVS resolved Man of Steel's DCEU problems. Uh-huh. Mm. The problems which that Man are, of Steel caused for the DCEU might not be immediately obvious, but many of the franchise's biggest issues were caused both directly and indirectly by its very first film. Perhaps the largest of these was establishing Superman not just as a supremely powerful being, but one capable of destroying cities and willing to kill his enemies where necessary. Now, this is interesting because we're very far into this article. It's almost over, and it just made its first point. Sorry, it washed over me. What was that? The problem The problem with the <laughs> Superman movie is that Superman is willing to kill people, and so 
the pro- not, not the- that he's willing to kill people. It was it was that he was just doing nine elevens. Yeah, that he was doing nine elevens all around the city. Okay, this is okay. the end of the article, and they just like said their first specific idea. I mean, yes, I think that is not necessarily three hours ago. Th- that's not the issue with that. That's not a problem that Man of Steel created. That Batman v Superman Ned had to deal with. That's a problem that Zack Snyder created. That then Zack making Snyder more movies like Zack Snyder wanted to make just made it more obvious that this was a weird thing that he chose. It's not the idea of conversation. There's not a conversation between M- Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. This is one guy talking. It's I love you know the idea I mean? of watching Batman v Superman and getting to the scene. Where Anderson Cooper is on CNN, like, and of course, as we all know, everyone had gone home for the day yeah. when Superman destroyed the city last time. And watching uh-huh. that and just being like, man, this movie really saved the franchise just now. <laughs> yeah. uh, introducing Superman in such bold fashion escalates matters for the DCEU's wider story before it even had the opportunity to start. And Cavill's Superman facing complex societal backlash further complicated the introduction of other heroes into the franchise. However... Batman v Superman was able to resolve these issues by having Batman win the fight against Superman hyperlink to uh, screenrant.com slash BVS movie Batman beat Superman fight winner reason. Save Martha. Oh my God. The DCU showed that human heroes are able to hold their own against metahumans under the right circumstances. Yeah. Save, save Martha. Reconciling Under the right circumstances, Steel's... such as if you had a t- so toxic a fart, it turned Superman into a guy. That's yeah. right. Reconciling one of Man of Steel's biggest problems in regard to the franchise. Introducing a human aspect to Man of Steel's sequel was absolutely key. And it allowed for the proper exploration of the themes of power and responsibility that needed to be examined before the DCEU could continue. Despite remaining the DCEU's most divisive film, Batman v Superman actually resolves a number of issues caused by Man of Steel that could have utterly ruined the DCEU before it and even did. had a chance to properly begin. It had it two did. movies. Like, the Justice League was the nail in the coffin. It made... Did Giga cut out, or... I'm just flabbergasted. Just yeah, me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, it didn't this fix- is This is the Suicide Squad saved the franchise by being so bad, but like, even, like, it, an entire article about that. Except I think that this person is trying to say that Batman v Superman fixed the franchise because it had to correct it had to course correct for things that people didn't like in dawn of in in superman movie (laughs) whatever the fucking movie was called um (laughs) and because even even though it was not well received that was only because the course correcting was so difficult but imagine if they had just made it the just as bad as dawn of justice no as man of steel they need to what pick if they just made a good movie? Yeah, you know a lot of a lot of the time when there's a franchise that has a bad movie in it, sometimes what they will do is they'll just make a good movie next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if there are instead problems of making with... a worse movie that's like trying to do damage control for the last one, yeah. <laughs> trying to be half half like the bad one and half like a good one. I'll be right back. I like just that make a different I like movie. That they're like. Batman v Superman is undeniably worse than Man of Steel, and in that way, it saved the franchise. <laughs> right, right. It's like, I mean, 
Like Shazam was good, right? Because it was good. But if somebody, if they had tried to make it really fit with like Man of Steel and like Dawn of Justice and Justice League, Screenwright would write an article being like, it was bad, but at least they, you know, like you, you have to just make a movie that's good you can't you you don't have to make a movie that connects and is very similar to another and and that's the that's the thing like whenever they do make the better movies in the franchise they're usually like barely related to the the core plot that the franchise started with like right wonder woman has almost nothing to do with the justice league story besides Mm -hmm. like the framing device of her getting the thing from batman like right Birds of Prey has almost no connection to anything besides yeah. like Joker's not Harley even in is it. there. Yeah. Like or like nobody, nobody Aquaman watched Wonder has that Woman little and bit. was like, this movie's pretty good, but it really bothers me that it doesn't deal with the destruction wrought on the city by Zod. <laughs> right. Right. You can just or make like, a better movie instead. Right. <laughs> if you want to fix the tonal problem, don't have one foot in the bad tonal problem and one foot out of it like <laughs> right just pick a different tone right don't just don't just be like hey remember when we committed to this that was embarrassing anyway let's stick with it <laughs> let's stick with it but acknowledge that it has problems and i also love that screen rant is like and the the terrible thing was that you know the superman movie was so gritty but Batman is supposed to be even grittier than Superman, so they really just I mean, he had a he had to he had to go further with Batman. <laughs> so it's like, why not just What the fuck? Did you hear that dog? No. Oh, my roommate's dog just went because <laughs> <laughs> she's probably been ignored for like five minutes. <laughs> um Bring her in. Ah, uh, she's not outside my door. Mic her up. Or I would. What did you say? Mic her up. Mic her up. <laughs> now she's going to walk over the pla- the paper bags in my room and stuff and just make a whole bunch of noise. I'm now just visualizing that the floor of your room is just like a hundred paper bags. all o- like, Yeah, it's... Like you've been like ding-dong ditched by a hundred children. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted a carpet. <laughs> just say, mm-hmm. lauren just agreed with me (laughs) lauren's lauren used to live in the same city as me she's seen my my room um no um yeah i wanted a carpet but it's really expensive so i thought i got all these paper bags it's fancy all right uh that's gonna do it for this discussion i think a better rant what oh i just was gonna revise my marriage counseling um thing okay I think a better analogy would actually be instead of going to marriage counseling was the best thing for our for our marriage. It's more like uh, my wife's sister constantly telling her that I suck and that she should leave me is the best thing to happen to our yeah. marriage. Except in this analogy, the married couple has stayed together. <laughs> right. She just replaced the husband with another husband who kind of looks the same. Or it's like screaming at my wife and telling her she's a bitch is the best thing to happen to my marriage because it proves how bad the marriage is so we can both get out of it. (laughs) Without acknowledging that we have body snatched my husband with someone else. God. Well, that sure was a fun conversation about Screen Rant, wasn't it? 
It was so fun that we forgot to conclude the discussion at all with anything that would make this a bookend for an episode of a podcast. (laughs) Because we went straight into talking about Daredevil. But that episode will be up next week because Giga will be out of town. So we're going to split it up here because we talked about Screen Rant for way too fucking long. Probably five times longer than the person spent (laughs) writing that article. (laughs) Anyway, you know, the usual stuff. Twitter, zero to zero underscore pod, posi stress, gigalithic, flight cub, buh, the second B stands for, but wait, I'm not allowed to say what it stands for, am I? No, but it does. Thank you to noisebase.xyz for hosting our podcast. We'll see you next time to talk about Daredevil.